you're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast. And in today's episode, I am talking about what to do with uncomfortable emotions. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hello, empaths. It's great to be back with you once again this week. And yes, we're talking about what to do with uncomfortable emotions. So in last week's episode, I talked about why your feelings and emotions really matter. So if you haven't listened to that one, it might be a good idea to go back and check that out. I also have an episode number 32, where I talk about pushing down emotions, or I'm going to expand on that one this week as well. But if you want to go back and hang out with that one for a few minutes, feel free to do so. So we talked about emotions last week, we're going to keep talking about that this week. And I asked you to really look back at your week or your day and name three emotions that you have felt over the past week or past 48 hours, doesn't matter. And if you noticed, you might have had two positive and one negative. You might have had one positive and two negative. So there's a a little mix there. So there's usually a little bit of both mixed in. Now I'm talking about what are we going to do with those negative emotions? The ones where we feel frustrated, the ones where we feel anxious or powerless, or sad, or incapable, or compassionate, right? All the emotions. There are generally three ways that we typically deal with negative emotions. And I want to talk about that before I give you the the big answer at the end, right? So remember, feelings matter because they help us increase our awareness. And if you think about life in general, as a human, we're not always going to be happy all the time. I have a book, it's called How to Be Happy All the Time. And I'm like, hmm, well, that sounds great, but I'm not. (laughs) Nobody is. Nobody's always happy all the time. We experience a range of emotions, a wide range of emotions. But when we feel things, it increases our awareness. But what we typically do with these emotions are, let's say we resist them. That's one way to deal with them. We react to them, yelling, screaming, kicking, doing something and avoiding them. Those are kind of the top three things that we generally do with uncomfortable emotions. Why is this? Well, we're typically not, we've never really been taught to feel our emotions. Listen, if you're a really young person listening to this, and you've been taught to feel your emotions, good for you. But for the rest of us, (laughs) I don't know about you guys. But you know, we just weren't really taught how to feel our emotions. And that's okay. Because I'm going to teach you how in this episode. Sometimes it's time and 
today might be the day. Sometimes we need to learn how to feel. When we can learn how to feel, then we can invite all of the emotions in. Okay. Now, maybe we've been taught by social conditioning or family or school or somehow that escaping our emotions is the thing to do. I've been there. I've tried to escape. We've all tried to escape emotions. I don't really know anybody who hasn't tried to escape an emotion. If you're one of them, we need to talk. (laughs) Now, maybe we have learned by watching our loved ones, our moms, our dads, grandparents, our teachers, coaches, someone that we looked up to on how to deal with emotions. That's kind of normal, right? Or maybe we've been told, or maybe we've just modeled some behavior along the way. So what are these things that we generally do with uncomfortable emotions? Well, I talked about it a little bit. I touched on it. The first one is resisting, right? (laughs) Now resisting, this is a really interesting one because this can be kind of confusing because we think that resisting an emotion is the same as feeling it. Nope. Sorry. Well, why is this? Well, it doesn't give us any relief when we resist. I love to give like um, a picture story, right? Or a story. Imagine someone has thrown, you're in the pool, a swimming pool. It's nice and beautiful. It's a warm, sunny day. Someone's thrown you a beach ball. That's going to represent an emotion that you don't want to feel. And somebody's thrown that to you. You caught it. And you're like, I don't know what to do with this. And so you start shoving it underneath the water. You're resisting, right? And it takes a lot of work and it makes us really tired. Right? We have like, we, we kind of wear ourselves out when we resist this emotion. And so what happens, we spend a lot of time doing this. And then eventually we've got to let that thing go because we're getting tired. What's going to happen to that? ball underneath the water, that beach ball, it's gonna, is it gonna pop up slowly? Well, it might, but probably not. That emotion is going to come right back up. So we can't resist it or think about this is the way I love to look at this one. Imagine the emotion that you're trying to avoid is, is behind a door and you can't lock the door. So you have to stand there and hold it shut for a really long time. It's going to take a lot of effort a lot of focus, a lot of intention, a lot of attention. But what if, okay, just hear me out. What if you held the door open? I was like, come on in. Let's see what you got. Holding the door open. And that emotion is only going to happen for just a few moments. But it really does last longer the more we, re- we resist the emotion So think about just opening the door, making a gesture like Martha Stewart, come on in. Let's see what you got. Bring all your stuff or holding the door shut for a long time. So that's one way we deal with uncomfortable emotions. I've done it. It's exhausting. All right. So I want to offer to you, see if you can hold the door open on an uncomfortable emotion. The other thing we do is we react. 
We have these knee-jerk reactions. Maybe we shout or scream or hit, hit the wall, or maybe we cry. That's mine. I cry, (laughs) even if I'm frustrated. So funny. I cry for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of, I'm like, that's not a sadness. I just cry because that's the only way it can come out sometimes. That's a reaction. This is not the same as feeling the emotion. Okay, hear me out. We might be, quote, doing something with the emotion, but it's not the same as processing. Totally different vibe there, right? We are actually reacting. We're acting. You're acting in a way that doesn't serve you. Yelling and screaming is probably not helping anybody. And when you process it, you invite that emotion. It's going to hang out with you for a few minutes. That's uncomfortable too, but it tends to go away a lot quicker. Okay. Now, the last one I want to talk about is something called avoiding. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Avoiding an emotion. That seems to be like the big one, the thing. I do it. I do it when I'm getting coached. I'm like, no, 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 I'm I'm good. I'm all right. And I see it with my clients. So yes, I continue to do it sometimes. I'm working on it. And I see my, my people do it. Now, this seems to be like the most acceptable form of dealing with uncomfortable emotions, but it's not helpful. It's easy because it's acceptable in our society, maybe in our culture, maybe in your family. And we find this in different family situations. I've often had people tell me or even clients tell me that their whole family has avoided emotions for generations. If that's you, we need to talk. It's it's a common, I won't say it's normal, but I find it's very, very common for people to say, well, my family or the people I was, was raised by said, you know, kind of had this, if we don't talk about it, it didn't happen. And then 30 years later, you're still dealing with the thing. If you relate to this, this is for you. So going back to resisting that beach ball, pushing it down or slamming that door or reacting, yelling and screaming or crying or hitting something. I don't know what the thing is. Stomping off. I, my, my thing would be pouting. <laughs> I say acting like mine is acting like a toddler <laughs> sometimes or avoiding, which is the most acceptable. It seems like I don't have numbers for that, but it just seems like it's the most acceptable one that we tend to do. I just avoid that feeling. So I'm going to ask you something. What are you feeling now? Is there some frustration, some anger, some confusion, anything that you're dealing with this week? Listen, we have feelings all day long. If we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, we're probably having 60 to 80,000 feelings a day as well. Okay, that's a lot. So pick, you get to pick a couple or pick one and figure out what's going on with you. Now, yeah, we've talked about what we typically do. You're like, yeah, Rach, come on now. I'm going to tell you how to, what to do with these uncomfortable emotions. And you might get mad at me but you're going to have to allow it. I know you're probably like, I'm hitting the stop button, unsubscribing. That's okay. Hear me out. Allowing, allowing an emotion. Remember, 
that I, you know, the whole Martha Stewart, like, welcome to my home. Let's let, come on in emotion, uncomfortable, frustrated, angry, confused, sad, hurt, lonely. The list goes on and on. There's hundreds and hundreds of emotions you could feel how to allow an uncomfortable emotion. It's a skill. Okay. I still, still revert back to avoiding sometimes, but I'm like, no, no, I'm doing my own work. Allowing is a skill that is so powerful when you learn it and practice it. Now let's just take the thing that comes up for a lot of us is anger. Okay. It's a blanket one that, you know, it might, might mean other things. We might can get really granular, but like everybody can be like, I've been angry before. Okay. How to allow this anger? Well, you might start to allow the anger without resisting. Just like, okay, I feel like I'm resisting this or I'm reacting to it or I'm avoiding it. Can you allow anger to just sit on the couch with you? Can you set a timer for five minutes? Can you just observe the anger? Like I'm feeling all these feelings and it's anger. Where are you feeling it in the body? Maybe your face gets hot. Maybe your heart starts to race. Maybe you think of more thoughts that make you even angrier. That's kind of the thing that happens to me sometimes. One of the best ways is to go back to what, ask yourself over and over, what am I feeling now? What am I feeling now? What am I feeling now? When you're working through a feeling, where is it in the body? Oh, hey, it's hanging out in my chest or my throat. You know, that lump in your throat that you get when you have a strong emotion, that's kind of, that's what I'm talking about here. And often here's what happens is you, your body wants to tighten up against it. I'm going to invite you to let the emotion just happen. You don't have to do anything with it. Just allow it, hang out with it. And what will happen is that you'll allow your body to start to soften up a little bit. And here's what I've been working on lately. Completely honest with you. I, my, you know, we all have thoughts that that create these feelings. And sometimes we get angry, we get frustrated, I get angry and frustrated with myself more than I do other people. Um, I'm not sure if I've, I've probably talked about this before, but I was diagnosed with ADHD and attentive two or three years ago. And I was really relieved. And I was so frustrated. I was relieved on one hand, because I'm like, Oh, that makes total sense. And then I was frustrated. I'm like, Oh, I could have dealt with this sooner. What a coulda shoulda, right? Well, I still get frustrated because I, I get into this hyper focus mode, or I can't focus on anything mode. And if that sounds like you send me an email, we could talk about it all. But I find myself sometimes getting really frustrated. Okay, I have started to kind of play around with this little technique that I've, I don't even know where I heard it from. I don't think I made this up. I could have but I've probably heard it for someone from someone setting a timer 
for five minutes. Listen, I tried to set a timer for 15 minutes and just like get really mad. Your body cannot hold on to an emotion for a solid 15 minutes. It just can't happen. So I said, okay, for five minutes, because I started laughing. So I said, okay, for five minutes, I'm going to be stomping around. I'm going to act like a fool. I'm going to just sit here and have all those indulgent thoughts and feelings and just kind of get mad. (laughs) I couldn't do it for five minutes. About three minutes is tops, but I will end up laughing at myself because I'm just like, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be angry. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And I'm allowing myself to do it. And guess what? It passes. It goes away. I, nine times out of 10, I'm laughing because I almost always find myself getting the giggles because the time span, now that I'm allowing it, the time span is a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter and a little bit shorter. I will tell you right now, the worst thing that can happen to you when you're going through something is just an emotion. It's just a feeling. And when you allow an emotion, you develop the skill, you will not hold on to this as long as you, if you've got a world record that you're holding for yourself, like, hey, I can hold a grudge because I used to be that person. It gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And then you have a little laugh with yourself. You've indulged in this emotion. And that emotion now gets to hold hands with a positive emotion. Okay, so take my word for it. I know all of you empaths, we're highly emotional, emotional people. We're sensitive. We pick up on things from other people. And it's okay. I don't want you to ever try to push it down, resist, avoid, knee-jerk reaction. I want you to allow it. Play around with it. Let me know how it works for you. If you're ready to start thriving as an empath, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. 